And so this is actually how you can end up eating more food overall while losing fat. One, two, three, four. You're listening to Massive Potential, the only show you'll need to start leveling up in your life. It's time to get shredded, time to take massive steps ahead in your life, and tap into that untapped potential of yours. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, squad? Welcome to another episode of Massive Potential with your boy, Aaron Stevenson, and we are going to be breaking down my favorite fat loss foods today. Now, I quite honestly, I didn't know what to name this episode because I wanted to make it similar to yesterday since I got the idea yesterday in yesterday's episode about, man, I want to give you guys practical food swaps that you can make to lose fat because yesterday I did a whole episode based on best fat loss foods because some people have fallen into the trap of thinking that certain foods are actually going to help you lose fat, and that's just not the case, right? But I did explain yesterday how certain foods aren't necessarily going to lose fat for you, but certain foods are less calorically dense or have less calories and having less calories overall helps you lose fat in the long run. So we kind of covered that yesterday, but I was like, you know what? I want to expand on that and actually give you practical things to incorporate or make swaps in your diet. That way you actually can, you know, hopefully reduce the amount of calories that you're having, therefore helping you lose fats, right? That was the idea of today's episode so that you actually can make practical swaps hopefully as soon as today start reducing your calories that you're intaking meaning you actually could start losing fat right so again just to reiterate no food itself is going to help you lose fat but fewer calories are going meaning when we make certain swaps in our diet it can help us reduce our calories making it easier for us to lose fat but of course we have to be in a calorie deficit to ultimately lose the fat so even if we make a couple swaps but we're not in that deficit we still won't end up losing fat so it is super important to know how many calories are you putting into your body on a daily basis and then making sure that that actually aligns with the what you're supposed to be doing in general and you can pay attention to stuff like this by you know tracking it in an app tracking it in your notes you know making sure that you're weighing yourself on a daily basis to tell where your weight trends are going on a week-to-week basis taking progress pictures all this is super important to actually be able to dial in your fat loss journey and get the best results possible and guys i think this is interesting and some people this this will this might like be hard to comprehend in your mind but again you don't necessarily have to cut out certain foods to lose fat and you can incorporate them i've talked about the 80 20 rule in in plenty of other podcasts and i'll break it down real quick for a second of just like 80 percent of your diet should be healthy nutrition stuff that's actually going to benefit you and then 20 percent of it can realistically be whatever you want right if you want to have burgers pizza you know junk food like chips or even sweets like ice cream go ahead have it right because the the worst type of diet in my opinion is is an overly restrictive diet or something that you're just not going to be able to sustain long term. And so I did this little research because I was just curious. And a Big Mac from McDonald's has 565 calories, which honestly I was surprised. I thought maybe it would have been a little more. But I think this is this this nails home this idea of making swaps in your diet because 565 calories would be the same of having 635 grams of banana. Meaning if you weighed it out, 635 grams and each banana usually is only about like 100 grams. Like so this realistically means you could have like six and a half bananas versus one burger, right? And so this is actually how you can end up eating more food overall while losing fat, which is just like a concept that like feels weird. It feels wrong almost, right? How am I supposed to eat 
lose fat while I'm eating more. Like that doesn't even make sense at first, but it can because it's all about calories. Now, of course, I'm not trying to make the claim here that you're going to get the same amount, you know, same, same nutrients that you're going to get from a banana versus Big Mac because the Big Mac does have, you know, a ton of extra sodium. We could talk about that, but it also has some protein, a little bit of fat um, from the beef and stuff like that. So it's, it's different calories. I get that, but I'm just saying in general, you know, we want to make sure that we make smart swaps. That way you can eat more, you can enjoy your diet, not feel starving all the time and actually make, you know, your dieting process as easy as possible. So the swaps that I put together here, there's kind of two themes around them that I want to give to you or deliver to you guys. The first theme being they're just a lower calorie option in general, you know, kind of like what I've been talking about already, just swapping, swapping an option to eat less calories. The second option is going to be something that takes, you know, a regular food item and then makes it higher protein. So it won't necessarily be lower calories. It might be equivalent to of calories, but something that would be a higher protein option, especially since protein is just a, a macronutrient that the large majority I see of people struggle with and struggle to get enough of. Having a higher protein option, we've kind of already talked about this in yesterday's episode too, just help helps you stay more full, helps you hit your protein goals. It's going to help with your compo- body composition overall, help you with fat loss. And so having you know, making just a simple swap of not even necessarily swapping it for less calories, but just getting higher protein also can be beneficial. Those, so those are the two different themes that I kind of stuck. So to start out and I'll, this one hits on that second theme that I just said is swapping stuff like granola bars that you're having in your diet for protein bar, right? Generally speaking, you're probably getting about the same amount of calories. I would say anywhere, you know, right around 200 calories, give or take is, is really what you're going to see in a traditional granola bar versus a protein bar, but a granola bar, it's just going to be a bunch of carbs, maybe a little bit of fat, maybe a ton of sugar versus if you get a high quality solid protein bar where it's mainly protein. And quite honestly, sometimes protein bars, at least in my opinion, taste even better because you can find some really, really good tasting ones. Some of my favorite lately being like pure protein or fit crunch bars or, um, or there's these one bars. It, it's like a brand one. Um, those ones taste good as well. And you're going to get similar amounts of calories, but having more protein and higher quality protein is just going to benefit you. And quite honestly, I enjoy the protein bars better. They're going to help you stay more full. There's a ton of benefits there. So swapping granola bars for protein bars, especially a snack, snack options is just a great place to start. Secondly, would would be swapping stuff like pasta for rice because rice itself is just a high volume food. You can eat a ton of it without getting a ton of calories versus pasta. It's a little bit more dense. So I mean, obviously, depending on the meal, sometimes it doesn't swap there perfectly. But um, on other occasions, making those swaps or making that type of swap for a carb source in the meals that you're having, especially like around your dinners, would be a great option. And again, this is one of those that it's lower calories. So you actually might be able to eat way more rice, even for less calories versus the pasta that you're having. Or if you're going to have pasta, this one actually fits in as well. There's high protein versions of pasta that I'd highly recommend too. Now this is sourced from plant protein, which is beneficial as well. We want to make sure that we're getting our, our meat sources of protein and our plant sources of protein. And so having a protein packed pasta is it's a great way to get more protein in your diet in general and at least making a swap there like let's say you have a, a you know if you're having like you know a, a pasta focused meal you might not necessarily want to swap swap pasta for rice but you could at least
swap the pasta that you're having for a protein-packed one. So maybe you'll end up eating a little less overall just because it's more filling and being more filling plus getting more protein is just going to be beneficial for you overall. So you're eating less calories. The next one is chips and swapping those with protein chips. So I talked about this in yesterday's episode, but I want to touch on it again. Swapping stuff like your typical like Doritos or your Lay's for stuff like Quest protein chips or Wild, which are protein chips that are made from chicken breasts. Again, it helps you get more protein, which means you'll probably get you know less empty calories and actually have stuff that's filling and a little bit more sustaining in your diet. Next would be Pop-Tarts because those are, man, let's, let's be honest, those are a, a really fun, enjoyable, either snack option or breakfast on the go option. And, and swapping those for protein Pop-Tarts, and yes, those exist. There's a brand out there called Legendary. And I guess, you know, I'll, I'll also make sure that I say this, some protein swaps out there when it, it's not gonna necessarily taste exactly the same compared to the original version. But I mean, guys, for the, you know, for the swap, it, I would also say if you could have a, a protein focused Pop-Tart versus, man, if I need to swap my my Pop-Tart for my chicken, like that's that's gonna suck a little bit more. So you can still get the Pop-Tart in. Some people have complained that it might be a little bit more dry, a little bit more cardboard-like. So of course, it's not gonna, it's, it doesn't go through the same processing that your all super high processed foods go through to really enhance the flavor, enhance the taste and make you wanna eat a ton of it. And you know, ultimately is what's making you fat because of too many calories in the first place. And so making that swap, maybe it's a little less tasty, but it also is going to help you eat less because you're not going to crave it as much because it tastes so good and you can't stop yourself from eating it. And so that's also important to throw out. Now, the next one would be sauces. And guys, this is like a secret killer when it comes to calories or empty cal not necessarily always empty, but calories in your diet that are going right over your head. Sauces are a big one, especially if you're someone who likes eating sandwiches a lot or likes dipping stuff. Man, sauces can have tons and tons of calories, especially if you're someone who just like loads it on to a sandwich or like heavy portions or like needs to like like bury your fries in something like these are hundreds of calories that are going right over your head and just sauces and I get it like sauces can be great I wouldn't tell you to, to cut them out completely but pick a low calorie option, right? Those sauces that you're getting at the store, you're likely in that aisle, there's so many different brands and so many different versions. I guarantee if you just stop going for that name brand one that you always go for and just take a second and look at the label and be like, wow, this one has five calories and this one has 120 calories per serving. I probably should make that swap because it's so easy to. And quite honestly, like for example, barbecue sauce, like your typical sweet baby rays, right? We all love that. If you have that sauce and it's filled with sugar because that's what most barbecue sauces are like. They even have a zero sugar option where I've, I've made that swap recently myself and they taste almost identical. And guess what? Now it's like you're having a sauce that's like 100. I, I think they're like 90 calories. Don't quote me on that though. The original one for a serving versus 10, right? Like a big difference there. And so sauces, just swipping, sw swapping your sauces for low calorie options, a huge, huge win that you can make there. Next would be oils. Guys, if you're cooking with oils, and I think this also goes with the next one they have it as well, but if you're cooking with oils, man, that's another just huge, huge amount of calories going right over your head around, man, you are like 
Because you're not even really benefiting much from that. That's, uh, obviously, that's a cooking method and a certain way to like get your food to be a certain way. And this is why air fryers have gotten so popular because you don't need all those oils because the oils just pack that food with calories and making simple swaps like changing to an air fryer or using cooking spray instead of like straight oils. Man, oils are just packed with calories that are essentially just wasted. They're not going to fill you up and it's just loading up your food with calories, which goes along with if you're deep frying stuff or you're having deep fried food, changing those to like baked options or air fried options is going to save you a ton of calories in your diet. Next would be ice cream, right? Because I, I just made a reel about this. I said that um, the other day and I I love ice cream. I'm, I'm a huge sweet guy at night. And so just taking your typical ice cream, like let's say Ben and Jerry's that you can get from the store, I'm pretty sure those can be up to like almost a thousand calories a pint, which is insane. And then picking a better option, something like a halo top, which is the same amount of ice cream, but those are you know, what, like 300 calories. So like a third of the amount of calories or even better. Um, I've been getting these frozen yogurts recently at Costco and these are just mini little cups, but it still like cures your sweet tooth. And I'm pretty sure those were only like 90 calories each. So like you're taking this, this massive, super, super packed pint of ice cream that, you know, you just feel oh, like super bloated and just full afterwards and swapping it for something that's like a third of the calories or less huge. And, and again, you either can have more if you budget your calories for it, or you can still enjoy it while being in a deficit now. A huge concept there. It's pretty awesome. Next would be changing your red meat for more like whitish meat. And I'll say like, you know, essentially your really fattier meat, stuff like salmon or, or beef for the most part and swapping it with chicken or turkey, sometimes pork, some, some cuts of pork are pretty fatty, some are not, but <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. But just swapping your ground beef or or red meats for your leaner cuts of meat is a great way to get that all that extra fat kind of out of your diet because fat is just such a packed macro in terms of calories. Next would be just adding fruits and veggies in every meal that you have. So it's not necessarily cutting stuff out, but just adding them in because one, the micronutrients that you're going to get out of those is awesome, all those vitamins and minerals. But two, the amount of fiber that they have. Adding just simple stuff like fruits or veggies to your meals that you're having and making sure that that's like always part of like your plate that you're putting together is just a great way to get fiber. Fiber is going to help you feel more full, which, you know, hopefully should essentially reduce the amount of extra snacking that you're doing and help you reduce the amount of calories that you're having on a daily basis overall. Another one would be changing your regular soda to diet soda. And I know some people have gone crazy about diet soda lately of all the artificial sweeteners and stuff. But guys, what's more unhealthy? Having a little artificial on sweetener, on sweetener, a little artificial artificial sweetener every so often and just you know maybe having that here or there as long as you're not having like a whole case a day versus man being 20 30 50, 100 pounds overweight. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that second option every single day of the week. So a little artificial sweetener is not gonna kill you, especially if it helps you lose all that excess fat that you have, because that's gonna be way more way more damaging to your body in the long run. And then lastly, just look at food labels when you go shopping. I know that this one might seem simple or it's not necessarily a swap that you can make, but I'm sure there's plenty of stuff that when you're going to the store, again, this kind of goes back to the point that I made when we were talking about sauces, of just looking at labels. Because for example, like if I'm going to the store and I want to pick up burger buns, I'm going to look at, at different and compare the different labels instead of just, just going for the name brand stuff right off the bat. Because man, if you can save 30, 50 calories, 
calories for a bun that you're having. And then when you pick out another thing and you're saving 20, 30, 100 calories here and you do those type of things like on everything that you're picking out, like let's say you go to the store with a list and you just look at different labels because you know there's plenty of brands out there with essentially the same product that just are different brands. And so you look at their brand and you're like, oh wow, like that saves me 50 calories. And if you can do that for everything that you eat throughout the day, man, you just saved yourself hundreds if not thousands of calories just from making swaps on different brands that you're getting, which is pretty crazy. And then all of a sudden you start losing fat because you're not buying the exact same brand. So I know maybe it won't taste 100% of the same, but it will probably taste very, very similar as long as you're not being too picky. And wow, all of a sudden you can lose fat without doing these crazy, horrible diets like trying to do keto or carnivore or stuff that you hate because I wouldn't want you doing that anyway. So hopefully these swaps actually were practical for you so that you can implement them into your diet, actually start losing the fat and do it in a way where it doesn't feel like you're overly restricted. You're just making simple, simple, <laughs> man, I can't say that word, simple swaps so that all of a sudden, like I said, you're hungry if not thousands of calories saved or budgeted in terms of, wow, that was easier than you even thought it needed. And all of a sudden you're losing fat and it's it's working like magic. And so that's what I want to see for you. I want to see you win. So I hope you guys got some value from today's episode. Hope you have the best day of your entire life. Make Make that implementation, make those swaps. Don't let this episode just go right over your head and then just keep on keep on doing what you're doing. Next time you go grocery shop, pay attention to stuff because it really starts with those, those simple choices. So I'll catch you guys in the next episode and I hope you keep on killing it. Peace, fam. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Massive Potential. If you'd like to learn how to start packing on muscle, how to lose the body fat for good, and how to start leveling up in your life, DM me the word fit on my IG at a.j.steph and I'll personally see if I can help you out. Have the best day of your entire life and God bless.